Oh yeah. You hear that? Hi hat. <laughs> Pretty good. What is this? It's a little opening. Yeah, but I don't know. <laughs> We're just bringing it in. That's right, people. And we're on to another episode of American Riddle. And guess who's back? I am. Miriam Tazi. You got to wait till I tell you to say your name. Who, me? You're a, little, you're a little out of practice, huh? I'm very relaxed. I'm still like on like slow motion. It's still slow motion time. Slow motion for you. Slow motion too for much. you. Too much. Too <laughs> much. Relax. You know what I mean? Fresh out of Africa. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Back for the kill. You know what I mean? You were at the yeah. mo- the motherland. Yeah. How you like Even me Even though that's now? where my dad's from. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. you're back. You know I'm what back. I mean? Look at you. You got your scarf on. That's because I have a sore throat. Really? And the traveling was rough on me. Well, yeah. welcome back. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. That's what's up, people. I missed the- you guys. Well, yeah, you were missed. Uh, I actually skipped one podcast because um, I was a little under the weather myself. Oh. My my voice was a little raspy, so oh. I, I really couldn't get it together. But See, then uh, I still work when I'm sick. Yeah, and then my main man <laughs> Jeff Bryant came through and saved the day. I listened to that. That was really funny, by yeah, the way. Yeah, even big though, ups. Even though you guys were saying I was picking fruit the whole time, and you were eating, you were you weren't eating good. I was eating very well. Huh? <laughs> you, <laughs> but I the mean, weather did not allow me to pick actual fruit yet. Still, it wasn't, yeah. There's trees. There, yeah, we, yeah. You know the trees I mean? are growing. The trees are growing. Figs. Well, I mean, what, what type of stuff grows in that in, oh, in that part of well, that this, region of this, Africa? This time of the year, it's all about oranges and yeah. the mandarins or mandarins or whatever they're called, clementines. They're, oh. Those are before oranges, so I miss that. Those are but ones that peel of, easily. You can peel them with. They're one so hand. juicy and so sweet. Oh. And then this, it was the end of the strawberry season, so I had a. I had some good strawberries left, but yeah, just like certain veggies are just better at different times of the year, so I got to eat like... On the real like, soil. Yeah. You know oh yeah, I mean? from Where? the farm, straight up from the farm. Oh. We got eggs from the side of the street from a guy, an old man with his chickens. God I got pictures. <laughs> Here I am getting mine out of a carton. Yeah, it's not the same. Like, we were talking about it, just how yellow the yolk is. It's like golden. Gold. Yeah. So much flavor. It's so delicious. Mm. So <laughs> that, that plane on the background was is a... Uh, is a song uh, my main man Victor Strange mm. produced. Is up. We're going to go through a couple of uh, different options for theme songs okay. to open and close with. This was one of it's them. It's kind of dramatic. It's a little dramatic. In a, good way? <laughs> in a good way. No, I'm not saying it in a bad way. The beat's good. I'm just yeah. I feel like something needs to like happen. <laughs> well, we, we, we can add some sound bites to it and some cuts. Okay. You know what I mean? This, this is just a raw cut up. The horn. Yeah, I like horns. Kinda. It's you know what I mean? You gotta <laughs> shake your head. That's yeah, pretty good. No, yeah, we, no, we're we're just gonna go through a couple things. We're evolving. I'm trying to, you know, play some stuff. That's uh, let me turn this down a little bit. So big ups to my main man, uh, Vic Strange. You know what I mean? AKA Jamwire, AKA Slick <laughs> Vic. You know what I mean? Out of Flint, Michigan. He's the musical producer for go. the American Riddle uh, podcast. So he's laying it down and he's working on some other things. He actually produced. Uh, a uh, uh, intro or a song for some, you know, when I'm telling stories about uh, Flint, living in Flint, growing up in Flint, mm-hmm. he produced a song for that, uh, Flintstone's Paradise. Did so we hear it on the podcast? We or? haven't, but I'll play it okay. today. I'll be sure to play it. Okay. Don't worry, Mary and <laughs> I wasn't sure if it had we been recorded or not. A lot to get to today. Oh. The, uh, but yeah, you know, I know you were gone and uh, we're happy you're back. Mm. 
And uh, yeah, let's. Uh, I'm glad I didn't lose my spot. Jeff almost, yeah, you know, almost, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, don't. I was a little uh, afraid there for a second. Hey, man, this the show must go on. I said it once. I'll say it again. I could have called you from Africa mm, mm, mm. briefly. It's a different time zone. Oh yeah, I'm still recovering. Yeah, for me, you, it's late right now. Yeah. I'm tired. Food <clears throat> couscous. A lot of couscous. I got couscous twice. It was great. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Second one was massive, but we finished it all. I can't yeah. believe we finished it. But. This ain't the couscous out of the box. Of Well, no. Huh? I mean, no. It it's took a, three hours to make. My three grandma, hours? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was, but it took 15 minutes to eat. <laughs> it was like we ate the shit out of it. Really? Oh, my God. It was so great. And then, like, if you like comatose after, but we had some stuff to do, so we went out. A Moroccan paradise. Yeah. Yeah. It and where else did you go? You sent a picture from uh, from the we hills. Went out, we were on the road a lot, actually. Um, we spent most of the time traveling around. We were first in Rabat, and then we went to Ifren, um, which is in the mountains. So it was there kind of for a little while. Any um, wildlife out there? We went around. Well, wildlife. Like what, now, what, on the road, the you mountains. see. Um, like supposedly Billy there goats? were lions and stuff, but not now, yeah, they're you out know? There. <laughs> yeah. Supposedly. Well, they're out yeah. there in stone now. They're but, smart. They're well, not. no, there's like, of course there's goats and sheep and chickens and donkeys Just and horses. Around. Well, no, I mean, they're, deme- they're quote unquote domesticated. They're, they, you know, they're just on the side of the road, just eating while they're being like herded, you know, they're around just... It's a lot of farmland, you know, so yeah. this is people's livelihood. So it's like... Oh, so that part in the mountains parts, is, is more well, farm? Mo- most of Morocco, you know, oh, yeah? except for the city. city? Yeah. What's the city? There's lots of cities. Like downtown Morocco? <laughs> well, every <laughs> every city has its center. Um, yeah. We call it centre. <laughs> the discotheque? So, well, no, there's mostly discotheques in uh, Rabat. Um, is that what they call them? The clubs. They call uh, them clubs, too. The club. Um, in Marrakesh, which is like the most touristy uh, spot. I know, I know Marrakesh. That's, everybody yeah. knows Marrakesh. Indiana Jones. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but we didn't go there. We were just hanging out in the wildlife and nature and stuff, walking around. A lot of water this year, so it hadn't rained like that in like eight Everybody years. riding around in Mercedes Benzes with the curtains in the back seat. No. Huh? <laughs> no. I always want to be But it is the-, the contrast of like a Honda and like a guy still, you know, on his donkey, you know, like I want to be the guy home. that gets out and he's got the Mercedes Benz with the curtain. Not the tent window, but the curtain. And then I've got the uh, the white suit on and the the white hat and I got the white kerchief and I can dab myself. You know what I mean? I want to be that guy. And I write in my journal. You know what I mean? (laughs) Got all that stuff. That's the guy I want to be when I go there. Really? Yeah. Or the guy with the uh, safari outfit. You don't want to white when you're there. Or the guy with the 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 safari outfit in beige. And I got the the bull whip on my side. Some linen clothes. Indiana Jones. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah, no. I need two tickets to Marrakesh. (laughs) That's all I know. Yeah, Marrakesh is okay. It's overwhelming. There's a lot of people there. You know, get bikes, some spiced rum. Good luck finding any rum. <laughs> <laughs> Difficult to find a lot of tea and a lot of coffee. Mm, mm, mm. Like the tea you're drinking now. Croissants. There were some croissants. Yes, we went to the pâtisserie. We got some... Pastry. Pâtisserie. Got <laughs> 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 some pastries. So what was the best thing outside of you know being with your family and your sister and your father and stuff? What was the what was what was one it's of the, the highlights? Honestly, for me, it's a lot about the way I feel when I'm there, um, 
and being able to see just the landscape um, and the mountains and stuff, not yeah. like just driving around and being able to see something completely different instead of just a target and a mall. Yeah. And, you know, um, you know, the first thing that hit me actually when I came back here was how clean everything is, you know, here? it's like, yeah, a lot of people like, say that when they come from different areas of the U S also, whenever they come to, especially, especially very clean around Northern here. Virginia, they're like, wow, it's really, really clean. clean. <laughs> it's, it is, so it's kind of, but it's a different up. air that just the feeling being relaxed, being taken care of. I felt really loved, you know, like it's just, you never, but the thing is you never spend any time alone. You know what I mean? So it's just, it's a big, it's an adjustment. Um, Always around family and yeah. groups of people. That, but that's yeah. how it is most pretty much. I know when I was overseas in Hungary and uh, Italy, it was the same Always way. with it's, people. Yeah. I mean, and from always the, when consuming you get up, something, you know, or like entertaining or telling stories, joking, yeah. but just spending like time just hanging out, you know? Um, yeah. When you get up in the morning, the first thing you do, the men go off at least when, when I was in both in, in Hungary and in uh, Italy, especially Italy, like they get up, they go and get there, go to the cafe and get, uh, you know, coffee and croissants Always. and yeah. their pastries. Yeah. Sit there and read the newspaper. Yeah. But there it's all about the cafes, like outdoor mm-hmm. life, yeah. you know, um, early in the morning picnic. too. Oh yeah. Early. yeah. As soon as the sun comes up, people are already out and about doing stuff. I mean, you hear the call, the call to prayer and then the, 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 um, Allah Akbar. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah, that's also known as yeah. But <laughs> you will correct me, please. No, no, it's fine. It's I'm impressed that you even know that. But please, <laughs> no, it's fine. I'm I'm probably not even saying it right either. I have an accent, but also just Arabic coming. Do back. they say that? Like when you speak Arabic, there you say "Salamu alaikum" to everybody. It's just everything is my brother. Do, my mean, do they call you and say you got you have an accent or you're. Arabic is off or you need to speak uh, No, more. because it's like a proud, you know, at least I'm making an effort. So it's oh. like trying to help me get it right, you know. Gotcha. Um, but no, I still, you know, I still come off as a foreigner, you know, just because mm-hmm. of how I look. So they, even though my family's speaking to me in Arabic and I'm responding, it's just, it's still the, oh, she's she comes a comes off as a foreigner here too. <laughs> That's the thing. I was having a conversation with my dad. Like, I don't feel right anywhere. She doesn't so fit good. in. I just don't. I feel different everywhere. Welcome to my domain. <laughs> so it's not just me, but uh, I guess I hang out with people that feel the same way. We get along. Yeah. But yeah, it was, it was a great experience. Everything stands out. The food, everything, the smells, the colors, the, just the feeling you get from people, the warmth, you know, the welcoming feeling, just different dress code, just different like way of life and appreciating nature more mm. picnicking. Like everyone was like picnicking, you know, I'm like, that's so cute. There's food. no, it's all food. You're <laughs> constantly consuming something. Every hour is like, Oh yeah, let's have a little coffee. Oh yeah. Let's have coffee with some cookies. Oh, let's have some ice cream. Oh, let's do this. Oh, let's, you know, so it's constant. Like, where are we going to go eat? What are we buying for, you know, for the next meal? You know, and as fresh as you can get it, you know, you can buy meat. There's a butcher and then there's a guy that grills the food literally right there. Uh. So the meat's hanging. You see him slicing it off, grinding it with parsley and all that stuff. And then they're grilling it literally like on the same at the same spot. And you're just like waiting for it. And it's fucking delicious and just on the side of the road, you know, so there's nothing like that. Just the smells, the everything, the ambiance. It's very. um, It's. It's impressive. It's just impressive. And it's a good feeling to just be in, in that for a little while, you know, and you come back here and it's just like same old, same old. Yeah. You go to like no butcher, got to go to the grocery store. It's been 
They've, it's been fed chemicals. It's been, you know, processed and all this and, you know, packaged and who yeah. knows what's in it. Yeah, it's just people get scared. You know, you're intimidated by seeing meat hanging like this, like it's a full carcass, you know, and they're just like, oh, my God. I mean, they used to have flies those. Like that. in all the big cities, there they used to be butchers and, you know, you go like, you know, those old pictures of New York and Chicago in places when they have like the sausage and the pig, the pig's head. Oh yeah, it's just slices you see, of everything. You have heads but everywhere. Uh, yeah, people. Yeah, people get a little squeamish. They, they're soft little, these days. Yeah, they're soft. <laughs> yeah, people are like, oh, and you, it's all packaged, perfect. You know, no, no bones, nothing. You people know, are soft, just like, man. I, to find meat with bone here is very challenging for I, me. <laughs> I've said it once. I've said it a thousand times. I mean, it's we are in this era of of supreme freedom where it's just making everyone soft. Yeah, you know what I mean, soft and fat. Yeah. Yeah, just not a really appreciative either, though, you know. Yeah, you, I mean, they're just squeamish on anything and everything. Just a live chicken. People are like, oh, my God. <laughs> you know, and no, you're my, like, it's I a chicken. I told you, my brother's getting chickens. He's getting chickens. <laughs> That's getting, awesome. He's I told some, you, he's, I need, I'm he's, expecting some eggs. He's building a little mini farm at my That's mother's house. And uh, he's, uh, yeah, he's 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 at it. He's got the garden. And he's getting chickens. He said he might get a, a goat, <laughs> maybe a sheep. Yeah. That's great. Self-sufficient. Yeah, you know, if you're sitting on an acre of land, you might as well use it mm-hmm. for something, right? So it's yeah. it's a, it's a smart move. The chickens itself, though, I mean, yeah, I mean, you know, you, I mean, I don't know how many people eat eggs, but I mean, it's better. It's, it's everyone it's, eats eggs. Yeah, it's better fresh. You know, it. There's a huge difference just in flavor, the color, the texture. Yeah. Just it's. I mean, I've I've tried. I'm not like super like. Oh, I only buy organic eggs mm. and stuff. No, but I know that when I'm in, you know, places where you can get it off the side of the road from a live chicken, you know where it, you see the chicken that you get it from. You're like, I, okay. I don't think they have like a governing body like the FDA and stuff like that over there, do they? I mean, you can actually kill something and sell it, right? Is there? I don't know the rules and regulations necessarily, but you know, there's still a lot more. Agriculture. I mean, people will sometimes it's a ripoff. They'll be like, "Oh, it's not orange season. Why? Where are they getting these oranges? They, gotcha. Like all these apples." And you're seeing the apple trees as you're riding by, and you're like, "They're not. They're not producing apples yet. So where are they getting these apples from?" So yeah. they'll sell them as something that it's not. But you, it's on the side of the road. You know, people like any town you go into, you can see when there's a lot of people gathered. It's the souk. That's where the food is being sold and stuff like that. So and it gives people jobs. Women like they want to work as you know, and in French you say des commerçantes ambulantes. So it's like the um, they want to be in commerce and sell, you know, and win the ambiance with people. That's where they meet more people than be a mm-hmm. housekeeper or something else, which is another option sometimes for some people, you know. And it's just like it's boring. There's no stimulation, but yeah. out in the markets, it's like a lot more. There's a lot more going on. I like you know, that more like action. I, I I would like. Why would, if I ever get to the point in my life where I can be in an area where I can slow my lifestyle down to actually go and go to a farmer's market, you know, go on Sundays or something like that. I like that whole atmosphere. When I was a kid growing up, my parents used to always take us to various on various outings and, and you know, it was all these little markets and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Of course, you know, I thought I, <clears throat> I was – liked it because you never know what you would find there, whether it's food or someone selling something. But I, I've always – like that uh, being around that 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 area that's probably why I like being in the city so much or when I do get an oppor- you know chance mm-hmm. you know but 
Yeah, that's a dream at this point because I'm always coming and going. Yeah, well, yeah, it sounds like it was a good trip. The flight was good. Mm. Yeah. I mean, you know, you had plenty of space, right? Do you have elbow room or was it like six people next to you? How many, how many no, rows? It was really, really packed. How many rows? Really, I, when I came back, it was a two, um, what is it? Two oh, floor. A, a wow, that's a big plane. You know, it was a lot. Yeah. <clears throat> so it was. Um, it Get was, headphones? Yeah, you can use your other headphones. If you bring your own, you can use them. Yeah, I, I usually just bring these, these and it drowns everyone out. Yeah, I mean, it's it wasn't like crazy kids and stuff. It's just space. It's so limited. Um, like, you always feel like you're bothering someone if you want to go to the bathroom. That's why I always get the, the, <clears throat> the outside seat. Yeah, but I need I need the window so I can put my head down. I mean, I get the outside seat. I, want, I like to put my head down, too, but it's a trade-off. Like, I get that outside seat every time. Yeah. I, I mean, it's a, it's a big story why I do that. I get that, and I'm close to the bathroom, which most people don't do that because people are filtering in and out and people are bumping into you. It's, but, you know, when shit hits the fan with me because I'm not a good traveler, uh, I'm there and I'm close, and I always have the same seats. Like, I'm always ready to go just in case because I get dizzy sometimes. And I, I mean, I've gotten better over the past uh, year and a half, two years, uh, but... Uh, yeah, I don't know if it's anxiety or just a, a chemical imbalance, but I just I need to be able to. I can't crawl over someone if I need to, you know, make a. You quick. have no, you can't anymore. I mean, there's no space. You have to have them get up. You know, um, you're not trying to get that close and personal with these weirdos. You know that you're sitting next to. Yeah. But no, it was an exhausting flight return. Um, it's longer on the way back, so it's you know. It was rough, actually. Three days to recover. I mean, it's mm, mm, mm. the time change. I mean, it's you now know. you're back in the USA. What'd you do when you get off the plane? Uh, get off the plane? Did you kiss the ground? You salute the flag? I know you did something. I waited in, in many lines. Uh-huh. Many, many lines. Yeah. Salute the flag. You had the little flag, the little red, white, and blue flag. <laughs> I didn't even get a welcome home. I didn't even get a welcome home from customs officer. No, I got rejected. So it's like these machines now, before you get to the customs officer, and it takes a picture of you, and I got a huge X on my receipt, and they're like, people with the Xs go here. I'm like, another fucking line? Yeah, you Are you gotta, serious? You gotta be patient. So I waited, and I was like, I guess my... My hair is up now and I have different glasses so I failed you know and he was like he was such an idiot like he was an ass but you know you gotta respect uh, that's why you gotta carry a flag with you when you go two little flags no they did ask where I've been you know and if I've been to Sierra Leone I've been to hell motherfuckers (laughs) I've been to hell there's all these like announcements of different diseases around the world like have you traveled to these countries if you have you need to wait into this line now and it's like that's when you have to say that's when you have to say I beg your pardon no, because then you'll That's be what, a visitor you know I mean? and you'll be waiting I, in another you know line. I mean? <laughs> no. They, they used to go a long way. If a woman, visitors only. Visitors if only. A woman, if a woman would say that, I beg your pardon? No. It's like, you know. No, you got to keep your head down me? at the airport and just, Yeah, you know. just keep it moving. Keep it moving. Mm-hmm. Don't draw any attention to yourself. Yeah, I was like, what are we, animals? I felt like we were being herded Cattle. like sheep. Yeah. That's what they do. You know, you got to be prepared. It's it the whole was thing. awful here. And all the other, in France, it was fine. In <laughs> Morocco, it was fine. But in here, like, it was ridiculous, the amount of people that were traveling. And it was like a weird time. <laughs> I couldn't, you know. Better you than me. Man, it was a nightmare. Well, if you want to sing the, the Star Spangled Banner, you can do so now. Let's no, hear it. No, Come no, on, I know no, you can no, recite no, it. No. You guys even know she could sing it. She practices it all the time in the studio. Go ahead. Here it is. Do it. No. (laughs) 
<laughs> You're crazy. You can do the, Okay, I'll let you off easy. Pledge allegiance to the flag. Do you know it? No. I pledge allegiance never do it. to the flag. I've never done that huh? in school. Really? Ever. You guys didn't do it? We used to do never. it all the time. I went to an international school. Where? <laughs> Here in Bethesda. What do they do there? Nothing. We just go to class. You guys got to learn to salute. No, we don't do any of that. You know what I mean? Well, that's what's up. Now you're back. You know what I mean? You're, you're, you're making a comeback on the podcast. Mm. Yeah, you heard a little sample of the, the opening theme. Mm-hmm. And um, What's been going on with you? Psh, yeah, same old thing. I mean, I can complain about a thousand things, but what's that going to get me? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know. Feel better I, after I, you I, vent? Yeah. No? I, I've, been trying, I've been trying to be a good boy on the podcast and not uh, vent really, so much. Really? After the breast milk conversation, I, I could definitely tell there was Did no woman. Yeah. There was no woman at well, that the wasn't podcast. A, that wasn't a, that wasn't a hub. I mean, I have the same conversation with you. It, it, that, that was sort just of. A, that was more of a story. You know what I mean? Yeah. I got a whole bunch of those. <laughs> what are you talking about? I mean, that's just... I'm, I'm aware. I just feel like, you know, when the boys are out, they're out to play. Well, know? I mean, the, the story itself, for those of you miss, who may have missed the last podcast, do yourself a favor and, and listen to it. But to recap on the story, the story itself didn't have anything to do with titty milk or breast milk. It had to do with, uh, because he had brought up uh, Jeff who was a co-host, a guest co-host. Mm. Uh, he brought up the subject about, I think he brought up, he just, he, he, he planted the seed of smoking the bandit, which then led me down the road of my buddy who had a Trans Am. His dad had the Trans Am. So it was more the story. That was just part of it because everything, that he, every word, I mean, you've had, do women have friends like that that tell, when you're a kid growing up and you look up to is like, she's a woman or, or is it just dudes just be like, he's a God. And that's how we, <laughs> that's, I'm not kidding. That's how we thought of this particular dude. Like even to this day, like I, I left a, a key part of that story out. I totally forgot it because oh. I, I just kept going on and on how great he was. But there's another part of that story oh. that, uh, that's even, it, it's, it, it, it rivals that first part of the story. I totally forgot about it. I was talking to my brother and I was like, man, I was, I was talking on a podcast about Joe Barsati. And he was like, he was like, well, you know, he, he, he said a couple things about the story. I was like, you know what? I didn't even tell that side of the story. <laughs> I was like, I totally forgot. I was so, I was so, well, ca- what's the story? I was so captivated on the, uh, on the part, uh, you know, just his, his, his aura, his, his, his level of, of being supreme <laughs> in the neighborhood. He, he was, he was, he was a God. Yeah. It sounds like, like literally, it. you know, I told you it's a feathered hair. <laughs> you know what I mean? The sleeveless shirts. <laughs> New York waterbeds. I mean, I can I can go back into this again, but we we, we will revisit that that, <laughs> and I will uh, I'll, I'll say to be continued. Okay, uh, you know, I'm sure you guys uh, listening want to hear what that other part of the story is, but yeah, you gotta wait. Now all I can't right. give it all to you at once. Tease. But yeah, it wasn't just all about you know titty milk. No, but it was a good teaser. What's that? Titty milk. <laughs> You're like we talk about breast milk. On the oh, on the uh, yeah, I don't even know what I would. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like what? Yeah, why would anyone even talk about breast milk? I don't. Even, you know, like why? And it's not even like it's available. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not. I mean, like who? You can't get breast. If I wanted breast milk right now, you can't get breast milk. Well, you know someone who? But had if you a want, baby. let's say, if you want eggs and you don't want to crack the eggs, you can go get like a carton of. Carton of eggs. Not that eggs is like breast milk, but I'm just saying it's a nutrient, right? Protein. Isn't it? 
Like it's a great source of protein. Yeah. Yeah. But <laughs> even still, like, I don't want to like get into a thing of like, oh yeah, this podcast, we're going to talk about titty. Like it's not scripted. Like right now, this <laughs> is just you and I talking. So again, to reiterate my point, you and I can talk about titty milk. Yeah. And we just did. Yeah. Boom. Fair enough. That's how it's done, people. That's how you, that's how you produce a podcast. Yeah. Uh, but oh. on, on that subject, since we're on that subject. Uh, Which subject? <laughs> <laughs> titties oh. um, since we're since we're on the subject of storytelling oh. yes so my main man victor strange you know what i mean aka jamwire aka slick vic aka sv point j <laughs> you guys are probably asking yourself why is he all these ak's all these names well Everybody those were name. those were and we're Miriam and i are in the process of 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 making a game on the podcast uh, that goes into uh, some of these uh, aliases that mm-hmm. uh, people used uh, in neighborhoods and hoods and in entertainment. So we're mm-hmm. gonna we're gonna do that soon. But the reason why all those names apply to Victor Strange is, and I like that name. You That's know, a cool name, Victor Just Strange. Sounds like it was you know made you know up mean? too. So straight up. That's a great name. <laughs> the uh, it, it, th- those were those were his early rap names, and so. <laughs> Yeah, it's so it's, many. Well, yeah, well, I mean, you know, sometimes it's trial and error. Well, I know yours were kind <laughs> you know, of interesting. Yeah, sometimes it's, you know, sometimes things just, you, you go, <laughs> she's laughing. She's She lost her headphones. She is, she's beside herself, people. Uh, because yeah, people, the way people mean. come up with these names, I, it's I was Doc funny. Chill. <laughs> what? That was my first rap name. I'm Doc Chill. Doc. Yeah. Chill. I was chilling. You know what You're I mean? Like so not chill. No, at all. <laughs> and I don't think that's changed since you were like you know, you youthful, more youthful. Yeah, I was chilling back in the day. So I don't know how I was much like, chilling you were. I was like, here's doing. the deal. I want to. I'm. I'm a. Everything about it. Doc. Yes. <laughs> think about that. You're a doctor. Like everything, the doctor. It was very doctor. Well, there you're right about saying that there's like these themes, you know, for names in hip hop. Yeah, in rap music, yeah. it's all about being like. There's nobody now. Named it's all like police. it was like Lil whatever, Kid whatever. Yeah, I was a Doc, kid too. Whatever. You my, know. my graffiti name was was uh, Kid Fresh. <laughs> <laughs> I said this on the show before. I know I have. Yeah, I was Kid Fresh. That's me, Kid Fresh. You know, I was chilling. <laughs> I was fresh. Who's better? What's better than that? Are you serious? Huh? It's funny. Yeah, straight up. <laughs> <laughs> no, so you come up with these names, and everyone has them. You know, it's like, uh, and so Vic, with Vic's in Vic's case, he was, he was, uh, uh, his name was Jamoir, Jamoir, Jamoir. Get up already! Yeah, no, I, I messed it up. Sorry, Vic. <laughs> Jamoir, which was a play on Jaguar. So he was, you know, as powerful and as fierce as a jaguar. <laughs> a jaguar. Yeah, I don't know how it's pronounced. Have you ever heard the way they pronounce it on the? Yeah, on I the, don't know what the right way is. I the, apparently have the been commercial? saying it wrong the whole time. They don't say jaguar. No, really like, not. <laughs> Experience a jaguar. What <laughs> are they talking about? <laughs> so I don't get it. So Vic, he took a he took his name and it, it came from jaguar. So, but he was jamming. So he right. was the Jamwar, right? Of course. So, and then, then, but I think before that, his name was Slick Vic. Mm. So at some point, he merged them all 
and it became S V point J <laughs> slick Vic dot the jamwar. So it was S V point J and he would be like, yo, it's starting S- to get really long. So it was S V point J. I like that name too, though. Like, what? <laughs> Cause we, you have no idea. It's an acronym. God damn, you broke it down straight up. So, uh. so this is a big intro this <laughs> for this music I'm getting ready to play. So Vic, he would he played uh, I mean he made this song because I was like yo I got this I want to start telling more stories and when I tell stories and I have guests on from Flint Michigan or you don't have to be from Flint Michigan you can have you know there are plenty of Flint Michigans meaning there are plenty of hoods and uh, places like Flint Michigan where you know you learn the ABCs the one two threes you know what I mean mm-hmm. this is how it's going down I'm just keeping it real <laughs> so when I tell these stories I'd like to have an intro song. I'll play the long version of it just so you guys can hear it. And at some point, I'll splice it up so it has an intro, which is composed of, I don't know, maybe 15 or 20 seconds, and then an outro. But this is it. And in Flint, Michigan, as many of you guys know, you know, it go by many, it, there's many names, but we're basically Flintstones. And, you know, the name of the uh, bit that we will start doing is called the Flintstones Paradise. So uh, let's see if I can get my ducks in a row and play it. Yeah, Flintstonians, what up, M, got me back at it man, it's for you baby, Riddle Films, <laughs> let's get it, yo, as I ride through these ice cold pothole streets, halo burgers on my mind, yo, I need something to eat. You see, my stomach's been growling for a couple of days. A decent uh. nine to five is hard to find around my way, but I'm a certified G, yeah. so I know how to hustle. Uh-huh. Keep my head above water, yo, and stay out of trouble. Mama tells me that I should take my ass back to my, get a degree, cause that's the only chance that I got. But I'm a hard-headed Negro, uh. rather smoke weed, yo, yeah. as a young boy scout kicked out from being a weed blow. I don't like a lot of structure I'd be the first to admit it uh-huh. Now pass me that 40, yo And let me hit it The furthest place from paradise, my friend Is in the shoes of a real Flintstonian Every day is like rolling the dice So that's the life of a real Flintstonian Indeed. My situation is not so nice But that's the price just to be a Flintstonian Yeah you gotta really be about that life just to survive with these crazy Flintstonians. Uh-huh. Cruising in my 7-4, Eldorado, and it's so damn raggedy people know that it's me coming. Now you won't have to find me, but my rim's still spinning, my chrome is shining, my wheel package worth more than the whole damn car. A little rusty here and there, but my whip goes hard. It may make a lot of noise when I hit a bump, and every now and then, might have to start with a jump, and little G's might laugh as I roll by I try to holler but shorties would rather walk than ride They sleeping on your boy but that was the last chance I'm about to hit the deja vu and get a lap dance I'd make it rain mommy but I left my cash at home I'll be sure to snap some selfies with my cricket phone She started acting brand new like she's no longer with it Man pass me that 40 yo let me hit it. Uh, the furthest place from paradise, my friend, is in the shoes of a real Flintstonian. Yeah. Every day is like rolling the dice, so that's the life of a real Flintstonian. 
My situation is not so nice, but that's the price just to be a Flintstonian. You gotta really be about that life just to survive with these crazy Flintstonians. Yo, this the furthest thing from paradise. I'm looking for a better life. If I play it smart, I might get my cheddar right and possibly get out of this place. No looking back. The hood rats and hair hats, thug cats who sell crack. And I don't really wanna see no more. This Jada City, I ain't really trying to be no more. Nah, nah. But regardless to the zone I'm in, deep inside I'll always be a Flintstonian. Uh. The furthest place from paradise, my friend, is in the shoes of a real Flintstonian. Every day it's like rolling the dice, so that's the life of a real Flintstonian. My situation is not so nice, but that's the price just to be a Flintstonian. You gotta really be about that life just to survive with these crazy Flintstonians. Flinttown, what up? 1519 Church Street, baby Wellington Beach Saginaw, Lippincott Detroit Dayton yeah. Sloan That's V.J. Yeah. <laughs> Always be a Flintstonian, baby E.C. Fresh That's another one M.C. Rock <laughs> D.R.R. <laughs> oh wow! You know what I mean? The human honky box. Really? You know what I mean? Yeah, we had a whole bunch of names <laughs> in the hood. You know, it was yeah. Mike Watkins, the human honky it's box. Estonians. What up? Yeah. M. Word. Got me back at it, man. You know how I do, baby. <laughs> you know you, baby. That's what's up. Little films. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what's up. Like having a conversation. Uh. Yo. Yeah. As I ride through these that's shit. So yeah, that's what's up. Yeah, not too bad, huh? Yeah. It was just looping. So that was the intro. Yes, it was long. I appreciate you indulging me, but that would be the intro as I, you know, lead into, you know, a story about growing up in Flint, Michigan. There you go. So as we uh as we uh you know start to move forward in the podcast, I want to make sure I have you know, intros, outros, stuff like that. Doesn't have to be everything because we're going to do it live. I'm not going to add this in post or anything I was like that. Say, no? no, no. I want to build in the moment. In the moment, you know what I mean. On on the go. Yeah, I should I should be able to command this. We should be able to do this right off the top. Just like that's what a real MC does. You know what I mean? If an MC's up there rocking the crowd, what is he doing? He doesn't go back and add it in post. So you're an MC. You know what I mean? I'm just a visitor. No, you're an MC. You know what I mean? You're the Moroccan champ. You know what I mean? You're the you're the African with attitude. You know what I mean? We gotta come up with an MC name for you. You know what I mean? The Taz. You know what I mean? Yeah. Tazzy. Mm. Word up. So yeah, the uh <laughs> all that aside, that's what's up. So big big up to uh S V point J for for laying it down for us. Vic. Strange, you know how he does it. I said he took the time to do that. Oh, he he pulled it he turned it around in like uh it could have been forty eight hours or less. Probably less. Uh but yeah, I guess I should I should talk and do it. Maybe I can maybe I should just do a uh a story for you guys since we did a Flintstone Paradise. You go. I'll yeah. tell a story about Flint, Michigan. Uh, you know, when I was growing up, one of the things I see a lot going on right now, my son, he's big into video games, right? Mm. Big, big into video games. They they watch it. They like they literally watch people play video games hours on hours. I know. They're basically doing it's basically like a podcast with the video game playing. So someone's talking, their family's in there. 
they have millions of followers. So, I know. You know, it's in, it's 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 off the charts. It, it and I get it. At first, I didn't get it. And I was like, "What? You don't watching who? These guys are making money hand over f- fist." Uh, they come out with new stuff pretty much like every day, you know. I, but I'm amazed by it. Yeah, my even when sister's I, like, "No Wi-Fi! Oh my god, I can't watch! I can't watch my videos! Even, you know how many videos I have to catch up on? Like yeah, 50. Yeah. I was like, really? As soon as we got back on Wi-Fi, it was her iPad or whatever's up playing these video games, like or watching people play video games. Yeah, even when even when uh, I don't understand a, a, a particular you know art form. I still give it a chance, you know what I mean, just to go back and look at it through a younger eyes. Sure, you know what I mean, because sometimes you know, you get to a certain age where you just you just quit understanding, you know what I mean, and it's easy to dismiss it. You know what I mean? Say that's a you know when we were growing up, and some people were like that's a waste of time. You always see it in movies and stuff, or hear stories about parents and stuff. You know, that's a waste of time. What are you doing? You, you know, be a doctor or something like that. You know, it always comes back to being a doctor. Be a doctor. I'm Doc Chill. What <laughs> motherfucker? What's wrong with you? You're not Doc Chill. That's not even a real doctor. Motherfucker. <laughs> you know? So wow. the uh, <clears throat> my point is sometimes like he'll say stuff to me, and I, I'm like, all right, let me check it out, and I'll think about it, and then. Uh, you know, I connect the dots, and I'm like, "Oh, it's basically like a podcast, but you're they're playing a video game because yeah. you're con- you're connecting with so many people, and that's what I find brilliant." Because when I was growing up, especially like in Flint, Michigan, there was very little. Like, we had to know a friend of a friend of a friend that might have had a video game, <laughs> might have had. There were no computers. Yeah. You know what I mean? So we're gonna. I'm also gonna date myself right now. But there was a time in this planet, straight up, there was there were video games. Like when I was a kid growing up, we had the Atari, you know what I mean? Atari played Asteroids, you know, what was it, Pickaxe Peak or, or Pike's Peak or something like that. And uh, uh, But when I was in Flint, I don't even know what happened to the Atari. I think, I don't, who knows, maybe it got lost in, in, in storage or something. But we didn't have any, so we just played games in the streets. Like Randall said when he was on here, we played Vietnam you know what I mean? We go out and play football on the pavement. You know what I mean? Yeah. We play belts. We play like we'd make up games to, yeah. to play. Yeah. BB Butcher. That was a, that was a, you sounds know. like a lot of fun yeah, games was you played there. A lot of rough games. You know what I mean? <laughs> we, we we would take like fifteen or twenty deep breaths. You know what I mean? Bent over and then we push on your chest and suck all the air out of you when you go unconscious. That was a really interesting game because. Is dangerous for one because it cuts off the oxygen su- supply to your brain. But we would play it, and what was really enjoyable about it is, whenever you would get knocked out, like every time I did it, I, I probably did it a dozen times. I would be in this wonderful place, like it was a, the best state of of mind. Like you were free. You were like I was. I was every time when they woke me up because you have to wake you up by smacking your face, right? So, and this isn't my story for the Flint story, but it kind of segued into it. The uh, we we would we would take fifteen deep deep breaths. You'd be bent over, stood stand up, and then you stand up straight, erect against the wall, and someone would push on your chest. Kids, don't do this. And when they push on your chest, you hold your breath, and then you say release it. I think you count to ten or something like that. And when you release it, and as they're pushing on your chest, all the life leaves you, and then you just go ugh. And you fall and you slump over. While you're over, you're out. And when you're when I was out every time, I was always in this beautiful field. And it was almost it was tranquil. And it was just like like wheat and like like just it was like a wheat field. 
and it was like this 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 beautiful like music, very soft, and it would just capture, and I would just be so at peace. And every time it was the same. So every time I did it, I wanted to see if it would be the same. And every time it was the exact same. And it was so. And then when they wake me up, I'd feel this. It was this. A thousand needles were on my face. You know how like if your arm falls asleep or something because they're smacking you and you're coming back to shit. You're coming back. You're coming. Back, you're coming back to reality, right? I want to be in the wheat field. You, you can know? recreate that. Oh, it's it amazing. <laughs> and so those were our games. But one time. My my cousin John, so it was, it was me, me and my cousin and I, and my brother, we stayed with our grandmother and my grandparents, right? My grandfather, you know, he was, you know, he was straight, you know, he was a man's man, like she just told it like it is, wore suits, had a hat, gloves, you know what I mean? He had a brown Samsonite attache case, <laughs> calendar, book, this was, you know, before the iPad. He had the, the the black binder that you would like wrap it, and it had all these notes and stuff in it. A lot of papers, <laughs> a lot of papers. Carried a pen, you know what I mean? It was all documented. Every move that he made, straight up, he had, you know, get up at the crack of dawn, you know, and and he he went by this straight appointment. So somehow I don't know. He got Jonathan, my cousin. This uh, it's called the Vetrex, and what Vetrex was, it was an arcade system. So it was about a big box, probably big as your laptop, maybe a little bit bigger if you stand it on its side. Okay. So it was about that big, maybe 15 inches, uh, and probably like, uh, I don't know, 9 to 12 inches wide. And you had a little joystick controllers, right? So you play these games in it, right, mm. on it, right? Mm-hmm. And it, it had sound. It was basically like a little mini arcade system. Okay. That to us, man. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like when, you, when you're playing belts and BB Butcher and, and cutting off the oxygen to your brain something like this is like whoa so we would play this game and at the time uh we would lose our minds because we were playing this this game called mindstorm and mindstorm was basically like i don't know if you've ever seen uh, defender or asteroids uh where it's your little spaceship you just like shoot up yeah and uh it would it would come out and, you'd, and that was the sound <laughs> That's it. 1982 is when this thing came out. And so we'd be playing this game, right? And uh, it's as simple. That's it shooting right there. And so we're playing it, right? And we're like, oh, 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 yeah. Yeah. Woo. <laughs> Sorry. I just lost my hearing. Oh, my goodness. I got to remember to like, pot that down. So we'd be screaming at the top of our lungs, yelling and screaming. And, and my grandfather, he would be losing his mind because he goes to bed at like eight thirty, <laughs> and he's got appointments to get to in the in the in the morning. And all he hears are these kids screaming and this thing just playing. Dun 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 dun. And crazy. we were right by his room at that right. So the house wasn't that big. I would so, confiscate that shit immediately. Well, that's all he would hear. He'd be like, you know, this this dude's he's trying to get some rest. He's got papers. <laughs> An important business to attend to. You know what I mean? He's a serious man, right? So grandpa came up. Hey! He <laughs> Straight up. 
Like, you knew it was serious. <laughs> you know how your parents would yell? Sometimes their voice would change. Oh, my and then, God. Their and, eyes and their eyebrows. And then you knew it was serious, oh, right? Yeah. <laughs> right? So he would come out. And, and my grandfather pretty much almost slept nude. So he would wear these. these he you, Okay, you know how people today, you know, they wear saggy pants? Well, he wore saggy underwear. Straight up. Like, saggy underwear. Briefs. Briefs aren't meant to sag, right? <laughs> right? They're not, but he's dead. So he'd come out, man. And I, Such a that, grandpa and, move. Yeah, and, and, and he would, hey, <laughs> hey, you boys, right? You, he, hey, and lose it, lose his mind. He would yell, hey, you boys, uh, you know, six times or something before he'd come out and you see the saggy underwear. But once he came out, you know what I mean? It's just all like, you know. Flesh, <laughs> flesh and draws, and you knew it was over. We were out there playing. We're yelling at the top of our lungs. He comes up, grabs the Vetrex, throws it. <laughs> yeah, you knew where this story was going, right? I would have done the same yeah. shit. And we're yelling. It's it's you know nine thirty, ten o'clock at night. You know, for us, we're we're pumped up. We're like Being I don't very know. disrespectful that Grandpa's got to work in the morning, making all this ruckus, yelling. <laughs> That would drive me insane. <laughs> so he's, he's hearing this and he picks it up and and, and throws it <laughs> down the stairs, right? And he goes, broop, broop, broop. And he thinks, you know, think about this. Okay, back in those days, televisions weighed 100 damn pounds, right? This thing weighed every bit of maybe 20-something pounds. Oh Lord! It goes down, right? <laughs> Literally goes down, and then it just it it, it 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 lands at the bottom of the stairs, and straight up. <laughs> it kept going. <laughs> yeah. And then he stood there. He stood there in his underwear. He stood there like this and looked at it. And this thing is. <laughs> <laughs> And then he, Can you imagine the blood pressure right now? Then he, then he turns around and he looks at us, right? He's looking at us and he's like, uh, and dares us to make a move. Dares us to make a move. So it was at that point we... I'd grab a bat and destroy it. No, it was at that point we, we understood, yeah. We, we knew not to mess with a man's sleep. No. Playing video games. Whereas today... <laughs> The kids would be online connecting with people in, in Marrakesh yeah. all over the world. But kids got smart today. Whereas that's right. They got they got they got they got headphones. My sister will watch it really low. We'll watch TV and it's like really low. And then when the commercial comes on, it's like in that between time it's Denya, turn that shit down. You know? But like in the meantime, they have they have a way. They know how to get away with that shit now. Where it doesn't annoy us like crazy. Yeah, so so we learned a valuable lesson about playing video games, and not only that, playing video games right next door to the man that he makes the rules. You just yeah. don't do that in Flint, Michigan, or he's going to take it and uh, and throw it down the uh, you know down the stairs and dare you, <laughs> challenge you. He looked at it, that's all, he and then said. looked at you in the face, and didn't have to say another word. Didn't like, no, just that's didn't it. Even make eye contact. <laughs> And that's a Flintstone paradise. Yeah. That's what's up. Flintstonians. As we close it out. So, yeah. Pretty nice. At some point, like, I'll splice it together and have the outro and all that. But that's... Post. It was just, uh, yeah. No, no post. (laughs) 
no post. So you say no. You, well, you see, you don't understand. The less that you, the more that you do on the show, they don't have no post in, in to tonight's show. You know what I mean? Ed Sullivan didn't have a post. Ed Sullivan. Uh, Ed Sullivan. Didn't, there's no post. <laughs> we want to treat this just like you know a Ed live show. show. Yeah. Hmm. No, the show goes on. The performer performs. Curtains closed. That's it, Miriam Tazi. We don't need to be like. I don't need to be. I don't need that in my life. Like you know, be up till the wee hours. You know, it's bad enough. I got to write the stuff and then get it up there, and you got to upload it and wait for it, and then move the FTP server and all this stuff. I'm gonna teach you how to do that shit. That's <laughs> so right. Keep saying, and then you can do it in post. How's that? That's right. I can delegate. I'm gonna do that. That's a good idea. Let you push all these buttons. You're but not yeah. pushing any buttons. <laughs> so what I want you guys to do listening, everyone listening that hears this podcast, give me some feedback, especially about the opening, because we're probably going to get maybe two or three more, uh, two or three more uh, options. Options. Yeah, I was, I was searching. I was, couldn't figure out which way it was up. The uh, opening song. So we'll we'll get a couple of those. And uh, yeah, I'm going to clean up my dialogue, my uh, in post <laughs> yeah, I'm going to make it all sound good. Put in some big words in the podcast. I'm just going to get another host. <laughs> no. Doc Chill. The, uh, Ugh, Doc Chill. Yeah, so when you guys hear it and listen to it, definitely post something on Twitter, Facebook, or, or hit me up in person and let me know what you think about this opening. Also, Flintstone Paradise. And if you have a story that you want to share, I think what I'm going to do is open up the lines like where people can leave messages and tell tell a story on my uh my uh, my Google number or something like that. You know what I mean? Hmm. Or if you want to be on a podcast, let me know and share a story about your experience in Flint, Michigan and beyond. Doesn't have to. You can tell a, a Moroccan paradise song. <laughs> I mean, a uh, uh, story, you know? Okay. What? You know? Right. So, yeah, that's up. a different <clears throat> Yeah, so other than that, lots been going on since you've been gone. Hmm? In the U.S., you know, we got people getting capped. Tell you to look up a couple things. She sent me a message today, people. I was like, hey, just have, you know what I mean? Give me fucking homework. Yeah, homework. I said, look into this. Yeah, this, this, and this, and this. Well, the show, man. The show. <clears throat> the show. You know what I mean? I'm excited because I'm excited. There's a couple things coming out. Uh, there's a couple uh, couple films coming out that I want to see. Uh, X Machina is coming out. I don't even think I have anything pulled up on that. But uh, I watched this, this documentary on Netflix uh, recently, let me see if I can pull it up. Uh, bu- 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 bu. It's a really cool documentary. It's called The Incredible Bionic Man. <coughs> An actual man? Holy mackerel. A real man? Holy mackerel. It's, yeah, it's, 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 it's about uh, the technology, the way technology has advanced for limbs, mm-hmm. for artificial limbs. Was it the guy with the hand and then the chick with the eye? Mm-mm. Because I saw something. I haven't seen that one. I want to see that one. Yeah, it's kind of trippy, though. She's got, like, electrodes that you have to, like, plug into in the back of her head. She looks like the Terminator. Yeah, well, I haven't seen that one. Where'd you see that on? I'll I'll send you the link. I want to see that one. This one, they build a man. A full man. And they put an artificial heart that works. And they they make veins that look like these cables. That pumps blood, and they use the heart on so people. So it's not a person. It it's is a, a person. It's a bionic person. It's a ro- it's a droid. It's it's artificial artificial intelligence. The motherfucker walks. They took the the face of a, a real of a real man. They took the face of a real man and put it on it. 
That's creepy. Oh, it's crazy. That's what the dude said whose face they got it from. They got like the, 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 the print of his face and he saw it and they weren't expecting it when they're feeling a doc- filming the documentary. He left the room because he that's was like, weird, this, that's what he said. That's what he said. <laughs> it was weird. And he, he it, it like messed up. It didn't mess the film up, but it, it was not the reaction they wanted to get because this guy's like, there's a couple guys in there that are missing legs. There's one guy in the, in the film, he's missing both legs and he's a mountain climber. He's one of the best mountain climbers. And he's got these legs that are like 50 G's each. And oh, they can do, he says, if he could turn back time and get his legs back, he wouldn't do it. Wow. Because he's a better person without those. It made him a better person. Wow. But if you see the technology that they have, they've got these bionic arms that your arm doesn't even have to. Your arm could be over there on uh, somewhere, like 10, 20 feet well, away from you. And, and if you've got the, the, the wires in and you just think of the movement, it moves. Yeah. Well, it just goes to show like the connection that you have with your brain, you know. But people say when they lose a limb, let's say you lose a hand, like they can still feel the hand there, you know? So if they get this prosthetic limb, it's like the, the muscle like still has those, I guess, reflexes, you know? So it's just like thinking makes you move them. We're really looking forward to to putting together a, a body out of, out of body parts. We brought together all these different things and got something that has actually come to life. There's a pulse, it's alive, it's moving. A brain, feelings, emotion, intelligence. What kind of music do you like? I like Eminem. Eminem is a famous crapper. <laughs> There's no other word to describe it, but amazing. It's ready to put their blood in. So it's showing the, the functional bionic, basically a robot. First time, I think that was the moment of Where was coming made? to life. For the first time ever in the history of humanity, we have the human body subject to cyber attack. It's unnerving, isn't it? What is a boundary that we shouldn't cross? Really dramatic trailer. Standard for Mm -hmm. nature that we're tampering with. We can rebuild you better, faster, stronger. We might change what it means to be human. The Incredible Bionic Man premieres Sunday, October twentieth at nine. Yeah, it's Smithsonian Channel. It's worth a watch. It's all, it's on Netflix, so it reminds me a little bit of uh, this this uh, movie called Ex Machina. Now, Ex Machina is a film that is based on the same uh, same premise. Uh, it's uh, about. Oops, I messed up. Give me a second, people. I don't know if you can pull it up, but. There it is. So, X Machine is about a young pro- programmer selected to participate in a breakthrough experiment in artificial intelligence by evaluating the human qualities of a breathtaking female AI. So, what's better than that? You know what I mean? Everyone's fantasized about that. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, I haven't, but, you know, no one at this table. <laughs> In this studio. Like everyone. Yeah. But I mean, think about that. You know, it's with the advancement of technology today and the way how fast everything is going, you know, from you got you got everything from, uh, you know, the phones, you know what I mean? The televisions are thinner and lighter, smart TVs, smartphones, smart watches. I don't understand the smart watch thing. I mean, in the, in the 90s, there was this thing. Uh, they had with the car stereos. It was a remote control, right? 
And and you had a it was weird because there's a couple things like in the late eighties and nineties where you would take your car stereo out of your car, right? And this was like this is like, you know, ghetto your ghetto star. You know what I mean? If you could walk around with your stereo in your hand. Because mm-hmm. people would still stereos back then. I don't think they do it as much. You take the face off. They don't of do it. it anymore that much, I don't think. Right? No. They take the whole car. Steal but GPSs and stuff now. They don't even like. do that. I had mine in my car for years before I lost it. No one ever does it. Uh, but uh, they would, they would, they would, they would take the car stereo out, and you'd walk around with it. But then technology advanced, and somewhere, I guess it was in the mid '90s or something, there was this. There, there, there were certain uh, car stereos that would have a remote control. <laughs> you'd have a remote control to skip to the next song, change the station. Before it was on the steering wheel. Okay, understand like what's going on. <laughs> You're not even six inches away. <laughs> Can't even reach. And you need to, unless you're in the back seat doing something, but even still, you can still reach. <laughs> you can still reach. Is it that hard that you need the remote? But this was a big thing. People had remotes for everything. Just I got in plenty of people's remote. cars and they had remotes in their car. I'm like, word, what is <laughs> wrong with you? What happened to you? So basically, they have the, 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 the Apple Watch out now. Basically, the Apple Watch does. Similar things that your phone does. And people are like, here's the deal. Here's the deal with the Apple Watch. Okay, you can send messages. You can, of course, you can use it as a watch, people. Mm-hmm. Right? But you got your phone in your... Well, I don't have to pull it out of my pocket is what people say. Really? So this is where we're at? Think think about what you just said to me. Okay? Think about what you just said to me. Yeah. It you, you don't want to take it out of your back pocket so yeah it's like having two assholes i mean what the hell is the point but i get it i get it the cool factor it is cool okay it is it feels good it looks good you know at least right now it does it's gonna be one of those things where where uh you look back and you'd be like eh, a little big little you know what i mean it's a little you know when you look at like the first of anything yeah. you go back and you're like yeah it's like the sony trinitron man i would have gave my right arm for a sony trinitron back in the day to have a sony trinitron in your house back in the day circa 1996 or something like that no maybe 1993 96 might be too too far ago but even still in the 90s if you had a sony trinitron tv you made it you were bigger than the jeffersons you know what I mean? You were bigger than uh, you, you. That's ghetto fab. Ghetto star is who you are. You know what I mean? It's <laughs> it's the deal. A Sony Trinitron. When I was a kid coming up, we had uh, we had a TV. I might have said this before on the show. I can't remember, but we had a TV. And back in the day, there were TVs where they were floor model TVs made of wood, mm-hmm. straight up wood, <laughs> not n- not particle board. Okay. Not uh, not something that's painted wood, not some like uh, light plastic that has you know a wood finish or whatever. Finish on yeah. no, <laughs> these things were made of solid wood, and this thing was big as a cabinet. Maybe I don't know, maybe four or five, four and a half to five feet long, right? And it was a Curtis Mathis TV. It was a big thing because my old man came. He was all proud. It's a Curtis Mathis. Okay, it has. I remember he must have said it a hundred. Someone in the house said it a hundred <laughs> times. I don't know who it was, but to this day, it's stuck in my mind. Where Curtis Mathis was the best TV Quality. you could get. Yeah, because if anything ever went wrong with it, 
you can return it. It's a lifetime guarantee. Wow. So some some sales rep sold him on that lifetime guarantee because you come home to the family. This is a Curtis Mathis TV. It has a lifetime guarantee. And that's all the kids here. And you know, when you're a kid, that stuff burns into your psyche. So you fast forward today with all the technology. I got a new uh, car stereo and it has a remote. <laughs> Look at this. And the kid in the back seat is like, holy shit. You know, this is, this is technology. No, it isn't. No, it isn't. It just moves You don't even now. need that. You don't even need that. You don't even need a remote. You don't even need a watch. What do you need a watch for? I I don't wear one. I don't either. I mean, I have watches, I have- but I don't wear them. But, you know, I, I get it. The cool factor makes me want to get one. Why was I talking about this? Ex Machina. So, Ex uh, Machina. How did I segue into that from Ex Machina? Come on, you got to stay on top of me, Miriam Tazi. <laughs> You're going too quick for me. I'm way more relaxed than you. <laughs> I'm gonna slow it down a little bit. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm gonna I slow can't keep it. up. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm gonna slow it down. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Yeah. I bet you do. <laughs> the, uh, yeah, the, the uh, X machina. So now you have technology where it's evolved at such a, a fast rate with the drones and all this stuff. Yeah. Where you know this is is uh, possible. Um, it's uh, the kids are outside playing outside the studio people. So if you hear it, it's that's a nice day, man. They're having is. a good time. The weather's finally broke. Mm. The um, X machina is, uh, uh, is directed by Alex Garland. Now, Alex Garland, you probably know from uh, 28 days later, he mm-hmm. wrote 28 days later, directed by the great Danny Boyle, who did the beach with Leonardo DiCaprio. One of my favorite films that uh, gets panned on, yeah. uh, directed by Danny Boyle. But uh, Alex Garland also wrote Sh- uh, Sunshine, which also is a really good film, where they had to like go out. The astronauts had to go to and 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 shoot something into the sun to make it spark again or something. The sun was. Oh. You never seen that? No. Oh, it's it's worth the price Just of Sunshine. Admission. Yeah. Also, Danny Boyle. Okay. Uh, so, and both of those films alone. So he's writer turned director, and uh, it uh, it stars uh, Oscar Isaac. Our Oscar Isaac, as you know, is uh, going to be starring in the new Star Wars. But he's also in one of my favorite films of 2014, a, a most violent year. Uh, he's been in uh, a series of films. So Google him. But uh, right now, it's receiving high marks all across all across the board. I don't even know if there's a if there's a trailer for it, I can play. Oh, it's amazing. Let me go see it. See if it plays. Yeah, well, it's going to play in a second. There's always a commercial on YouTube. <laughs> I hate those commercials. Yeah, Seriously. <laughs> Every time they get me, you know what I mean? You beat your mouth. It's like, you know, sometimes your mouth. Sometimes it's two seconds, you can skip yeah. it. Sometimes it's oh, yeah, 30 it and you're stuck. It says skip. <laughs> but then you're already committed. And you want to see the people on the beach kayaking on the boat, scuba diving, looking at some, you know, some Not stuff. Not it's you. You know what I mean? I don't need to see other people doing that. I don't want to scuba dive. <laughs> I don't need that in my life. I can see Bob's it on the TV. programmer. Get to be meeting the CEO. I want a competition. The president can't get Mr. Garrick on the phone. You got the golden ticket. Good to meet you, Nathan. It's good to meet you too, Caleb. Can we just get past the whole employer-employee thing? Cheers. In many ways, 
days, this building isn't a house. It's a research facility. And I want to talk to you about the greatest scientific event in the history of man. Are you building an AI? She's hot. Hello. Hi. I've never met anyone new before. Have you? None like you. She's incredible. The challenge is to show you that she's a robot at and then first, see if you, you still know? feel she has consciousness. Oh, it's always mm -hmm. it's always exciting at first. Do you want to be my friend? Then it's pain. Will it be possible? Why would it not be? Have you never been outside this building? We could go together. Uh-oh. Did you program her to flirt with me? Oh, shit. Do you think about me? She's going to jack him off. I will know. No. I think everybody Hi. wants to jack out, jack off everybody. They do. <laughs> Every time it's like a female and male character, she wants she to jack them off. <laughs> do you think I might be switched off? It's not up to me. Why is it up to anyone? It's true. This would be a better trailer if I made it. I want to jack you off. <laughs> there will be that version at some point. So I think you guys get the point. Yeah. It, yeah. She wants to jack him off. <laughs> and this motherfucker is amazed that this shit is about to go down because she's a hot ass robot. But uh, yeah, if you uh, if you get a chance, let me turn that down for a minute so I can hear myself think. All these trailers are so dramatic. Yeah, the music and everything. They make a lot of money on that stuff. They, they pull you in and then boom, they got you. You know what I mean? I got people calling me up. Look at the new Star Wars trailer. Look at the new Star Wars trailer. You, hey man. Look, I got important things. I'm like my grandfather. I got papers. <laughs> I got important things to do. I don't have time for no science fiction. Everything is science fiction. The whole world has gone sci-fi and comic books. Yeah. As Greg Gilmore told me the other day, he goes, what is this shit, fantasy? Who's <laughs> 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 got time? You know what I mean? People are living in a fantasy world. It's it is, man. It, it, it <clears throat> it's it's changed. But I want to see this, and uh, I'll, I'll when I do, I'll let uh, we'll do a I'll do a review on it uh, and let you know. But if you get a chance, watch the Incredible Bionic Man. It'll blow your mind. It's uh, if I you like that a, it's a documentary. I want to check that out. If you have Netflix, stream it. I mean, it's it's right there. And there's a couple few other documentaries I saw recently as well. Holy mackerel! Speaking of that, what? have you seen Artifact? No. Jared Leto? No. Woo! <laughs> you, straight up, the next film you need to watch is Artifact. Okay. If you, anyone listening right now that, uh, uh, let's say you want to get into the arts of any kind or you're any job that you, where you have to sign a contract, you need to watch this documentary called Artifact. Okay. Holy smokes. And you guys know... Uh, Let's see if I can pull it up real quick. You guys know Jared Le uh, Leto, right? Yeah, I think so. Right, Jared Leto. Jared Leto. Of course, he you know he goes. He's got a fabulous career in Hollywood as one of. Uh, I guess you could say he's a leading man, right? I mean, he doesn't do a lot of films. He's more of a kind of a character actor. Yeah. Uh, but he's got he's got what it takes to be. He's very talented. In, in very talented. Good he also was guy. in the music industry for a while. He still is. That's what that's what Artifact is about. It's about uh, the it's it's the telling of harsh truths about the modern music business. Oh, how he gets screwed by them? Screwed. 
Yeah, I, th- I might have seen something about this. Screwed. That's even putting it nicely. He's getting raped. I think I do know what you're talking about. Yeah, he's he. The, his record company su- is suing him for thirty million dollars, yeah. and he just I, I, I can relate to this in, in, in a lot of ways, <laughs> being some of the woes I have financially. But he he wakes up sometimes and he it shows him like he he he's got the cameras rolling and he'll he'll be talking to his friends and he, he he's almost brought to tears when he you see his face change and he's like I can't believe I'm getting sued for thirty million dollars and he's just like he you know he's he's like he doesn't even know what to you can see the stress on his face I mean granted he's got avenues where he can earn and basically the band is being sued but still it's not. It's, it's probably not comfortable for him. That's going to be stressful. It goes and it, it breaks down how much money the artist actually sees. Yeah. Very little. Oh, when you sign those contracts. I mean, it, it breaks it down to the penny. And when you see it, you're just like, wow. You know what I mean? We really are, you know, amongst criminals. You know, we, we are surrounded by pe- by sharks. Uh, and, you know, it goes to show you. It's anything that you, where you have to sign. I mean... If you're not in control of your destiny, someone else is. Yeah, definitely. So I feel like uh, a lot of people have gone through like difficult times with record labels and stuff like that, where it's they're starting to come. There's more and more people coming out, admitting and explaining that they didn't have the business sense, you know, and didn't know they were young and they got screwed, like majorly screwed. You should watch this. You should. Watch I have a feeling I might have already seen it. Yeah, it's it's so you know anyone anyone out there that has <clears throat> aspirations read about it. Yeah, if you have aspirations <laughs> of getting into the music industry, you should that's, watch it. That's an industry that's really, really, really struggling. Like, yeah, it's you know how like magazines and newspapers and you know they're just, struggling too. Yeah, like music is really just, well. You have to evolve. And that's one of the things I got out of this. You need to get rid of the middlemen is what you need to do and like be able to find a way to release your music to your people, you know, to your fans without, you know, all these in-between people and, that they're expecting to get paid. And also it's, it's, it comes down to it. With today's technology, with today's technology, you can do so much. You can connect to millions yeah. of people. I mean millions of people where you can, you can basically – I know in, in the comedy world, they're doing it and they're selling out theaters course these guys want to sell out stadiums but there there are people in the con- like kevin hart is brilliant at social media mm-hmm. right and he knows what is so i mean he, he got into a a a, a big uh, fight with sony when sony wanted to pimp him and have them have him promote uh, some of their projects on his twitter feed mm-hmm. and he was like you know if he's not getting anything out of it why would he do that this is a long and short of it you have to look up the real facts but uh it was. It was more or less. That's what it was. The the the, the argument was, and he's got a point. Like you know, th- those companies have tens of millions of dollars budgeted for marketing. Mm-hmm. So you're going to come to him and ask him to do it for free. Fuck that. You know what I mean? Uh, but if you uh, if you go to like a Kevin Hart or even I'm gonna look up Jared Jr. There he is. So Jared. Jared Leto, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, he's got twenty. No, I'm sorry. He's got two million followers. So that's, that's a that's huge. If you sell a million, if you sell one one CD, one album to each one of those people, it's two million. You're, you've already platinum, right? If you can get you know fifty thousand plus, you can f- sell out a theater or, or a stadium, right? <clears throat> the thing is, and it's, it's more complicated than this, but I'm basically connecting dots here. Uh, 
no one really wants to do that work. I'm not saying he doesn't, but you, we've got so used to someone else doing the marketing, doing the, the production, you know, getting the, everything from the grunt work to the equipment, the vans, the light check, the lighting, the audio and all that shit. You know, I mean, take this little podcast and no one wants to really commit to do it. But with today's technology, they can actually and I'm sure he's doing it. You have to watch the film. They can sell out stadiums and sell albums. It won't be in the same way as it used to be where, yes, you would go on a Tonight Show or Johnny Carson or or should I say uh, Ed Sullivan back in the day. You know, all these old way of doing things where they dominated and just ruled the industry and gave scraps to the artists where the artists might make millions or whatever, but not the tens and hundreds of millions that the studios would make. But you have the ability to do that. Now you have the ability to have your own studio and connect with the people. It's a lot of work, right? It's a lot of work. You know what I mean? But I mean, if, if someone like him and maybe, I don't know, you get three or four other bands together and all you guys just combine your, followers together right and and go on a tour launch it yourself advertise it yourself push it i mean they can do it i mean it's doable it's doable but like you said it does take commitment it takes a lot of effort and not like willing to learn the new technology and take the time to learn it on your own well, it's not that easy no you it know isn't what I mean? it isn't so, it takes it, yes you're right but i mean if you look at like i've been studying this for a more in a few years now in the podcasting world. And I've been studying the comics and you look at Brian Redman uh, from death squad. He's uh, with Joe Rogan and he basically him and Joe Rogan, what they basically do. I know Brian Redman out in LA, he will, he will take X amount of comics and they will go out and on Friday nights and sell out whatever, you know, venue they're at. And it's, you know, called the death squad, tour or something like that. Joe Rogan will do the same thing. I mean, he'll, he will reach out to his, uh, his followers. Joe Rogan has 1.56 million followers and he'll tweet stuff out and say, I'm going to be here. I'm going to be here. Bill Burr does the same thing and so on. And that way there's no, you know, agency and there's no, you know, you have to, of course they still have to do radio shows and stuff like that, but not where it was dominant before. They have more control of it. Yeah. They have more control. And that's the way the, the industry is going. I mean, you have to But there's also a evolve. lot more competition to be able to stand out. You know, it's just... Well, they don't even do that. Rogan, if you listen to Rogan, Rogan doesn't even, even, even look at... Like, people have said to him, do you feel threatened by this comic and this comic? He's like, no, man, why would I? He goes, I take them on the road with me. If they're funnier than me, that... And his philosophy is if they're funnier than he is, uh, that, that gets him to step his game up. Plus, everyone wins. Yeah, you know what I mean. Not everyone has that mentality. I was going to say, not everyone thinks like that. A lot of artists are, you know, they're ego driven, yep. and and you know, those egos can can you know collide. But uh, the smart ones out there, like these guys that, that are doing it, I think they're going to succeed. And I think Artifact uh, uh, is is something that you should people should watch, no matter what business you're in. And I think um, you know, big ups to to Jared Leto and and his uh, his band. Uh, you know, putting because, it out there, admitting that you know it's not an easy thing to to say, you and, know, but also it's just the struggle. And it also <laughs> goes back to you know how many people are actually you know taking stuff and illegally downloading stuff, and that's a whole nother argument in itself. You know what I mean? I know when 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 I first got hip to the internet, I would download stuff. I don't do it anymore. I, I buy you know if I play music on here, I do buy it. Uh, if I uh, 
movies I, I don't I definitely don't partake in that. I mean they're they're very accessible for me to because I'm very passionate about the film industry and TV industry. I you respect the art. You know? I do, but you know I'm no you know I'm no angel. You know what I mean. But I when it comes to movies, I just need the quality. I really yeah. respect that. So I, I and and I also love the the atmosphere of actually going to a theater and and experiencing it with uh, a group of of people I don't know and seeing how they react, or even just going to the theater and seeing the finished product on a big screen. So. It, you know, but I mean, it's just it, there's so much stuff going on when it comes to that. It's uh, it's something I want to keep looking at and looking into, uh, especially when it impacts. You know, someone who's just trying to put their art out there. It could be something like this podcast. You know what I mean? It's just like you're just trying to get some information out there, have a good time, have fun doing it, and uh, you don't want to get shut down. And that's one of the reasons why you know I want to start. Uh, start owning more of this podcast and get more people that listen to it involved, whether it's helping out with, uh, with, uh, the, uh, what do you call it? Well, song music. music. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the theme out. song. Yeah. It's my witching hour people. Sorry. <laughs> uh, it's yeah. When w- the song music, your feedback, all that stuff is, is very important, uh, you know, for us. And you can, you, you know, basically, you know, what I'm, what I, what I want to do is list them as a producer. So moving forward, Victor Strange will be listed as a producer on the American Riddle Pro- podcast as a musical p- producer. If someone else comes at me and it c- creates a bit or goes out there, the, the, the people right here, um, uh, bionic, uh, mm-hmm. what's it called? The bionic, what? Man. what the bionic, uh, the incredible bionic man, oh. the, the company that makes these parts is right here in Maryland. If somebody contacts him and says, Hey, I'm going to set up an interview for you. You know what I mean? It's one less thing I got to do. <laughs> so you can be listed as a producer. Do you get paid from it? Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> you get the credit though. Yeah, but we're building something together and that's what I want to do. Of course, like I said, with me juggling all these different things and the workload that I have, I have these ideas and concepts, but if you want to get involved with it, you know, just step up. That's all I say. You don't have to come to every podcast or something, but if you know someone, you know a comic that's in town or someone's coming to town, Rock Him Alas coming to town or something like that, let me know. Uh, or, uh, you know what I mean? If, uh, you know, if, 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 if it could be anything. But the point is, we have to get involved and work together to make something grow and be able to own it ourselves. And the same thing with Vic, Vic, Vic Strange. Uh, making the uh, as V Point J making the in, you know the intro song and uh, uh, making the uh, Flintstone Paradise song, it's a uh, it's an effort and it takes you know it takes time out of your day, right? Yeah, you know it's not easy to do. It's not easy to do. It's not easy to convince people and who wants to take the time if they don't want to do it to I try to ask. convince them. Yeah, it's kind of like yeah. if you want to do it, be involved, and it's like more power to you. You know, it's not like. I can hold your hand through it if you want to help. That's great, you know. Yeah, I don't know where it's going to go. I don't know where any of this is going to take. You know, when I started podcasting, you know, I don't. I sucked. I mean, it's like I didn't know how to do this, that, or the other. I wasn't comfortable, and I'm still not in a lot of ways. Uh, But I mean, you get you know, a hundred plus episodes in or whatever. How many episodes is it, basically? Something like that. Hundred and something. Yeah. So I mean, when you're in two years in the game, you get better. And like I said in, in in the beginning, I've said this before. It's 
it's batting practice. So when it's time to be in the championship game and you get one of those big interviews, you're comfortable with yourself yeah. and your equipment and, and you can move forward and, and, and make, make a quality product. But that's what I'm asking the listeners that you guys listening to do is get involved if you can. Even if it's just sharing it with a friend, hitting the like button, you know what I mean? Posting a review, anything like that uh, helps us uh, grow and move forward, uh, you know, with this program. And slowly but surely, you know, we'll get T-shirts, we will get uh, the website and links uh, for Amazon and iTunes and, and sponsors uh, I just, there's just not enough time in a day, you know, yeah. like I'm looking at the clock now and you know, I've got, I got to bounce people, oh, yeah. but, uh, uh, you know, with that, keep it in mind, give, give us feedback. You know what I mean? We want to, you know, of course we want to be able to play, you know, Biz Markey, Dr. Dre, we want to play the stones and stuff like that, but we also need to be able to be responsible Call the record companies, get clearance to play 15 seconds or 30 seconds of the song. You can do it, but, you know, I can't do everything. So, you know, it's it's easy to submit requests for that and do it the right way. That way your ass is covered and I don't have to be, you know, up at night worrying about this side and the other. Uh, but, uh, you know, if one person steps up, I'll be happy. I think it'll happen. And even if that person's me, which it has been to date. And you too, Mariam Tazi. So welcome back. Thanks. Mm -hmm. It's good to be back. Sorry for putting pressure on you about the homework. I didn't hit those subjects, but we will yeah. have a <laughs> we will have a political uh, debate and podcast about what's been going on in South Carolina. What's been going on, you know what I mean, with people beating their kids with belts and, you know. Uh, running around, jumping around like hooligans out there, and uh, Gwyneth Paltrow. I, you know, I, I haven't even. I wanted to get onto that subject. I'll just, you know, I got problems with her. <laughs> I got problems with Gwyneth Paltrow. I'm putting that out there. You and a lot of other people. You know what I mean? She's getting food stamps, thinking she can, thinking she can live off. Yeah, I don't like that. I don't like that. I don't like the fact when she was running around talking about, yeah, you know what I mean. My 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 daughter or son or whatever it is named Apple listens to Jay-Z, and then she's using the word nigger and all that and thinking she's got a ghetto pass. But you know what I mean? Wow. The reason is no one's, no, one's, no one's stepped up and put her in her place. And so, you know what I mean? She, if, she, if, she, you know, if she comes across, come to Flint and talk some <laughs> shit like that and, 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 and walk around with food stamps and think you're in the game and doing some good. I mean, like, I, I don't mind people doing good, doing charities. You know what I mean? But I mean, these do-gooders, they, they they got this freedom, and they're running around. I got I, I got issues yeah, with that. Yeah, but a week is nothing. I got I got yeah. When you do it day in and day out, and you see your mom and you see your pops, and they're struggling and they're working two, three jobs. Like playing, it's play, it's pretending. It's playing pretend. You know, and it ain't like, no joke. No, it ain't it's no not. joke out here. You know what I mean? Being broke <clears> is not, not actually a joke. helping. Motherfuckers asked run. me the other day. They were like, "Oh, did you do an April Fool's?" I don't do April Fool's jokes. <laughs> I do serious stuff. I'm in a serious place. I don't want to do April. F I'm not worried about Friday the 13th. All right? This shit every day is Friday the 13th. You know what I mean? There are people out there just just grinding it out and mm. every day. It's not a game. It ain't I don't mind es escapism. I don't mind watching Daredevil. I don't mind watching fantasy and stuff like that to try to get away and ease the mind, you know, if I can, but uh I'm not going to play it. You know what I mean? I'm not going to play with it because it's not a joke and I don't think that uh and, I, and I'm sure they think that their heart's in the right place. I didn't want to get into this right now, but, you know, but, but that shit kind of, it chaps my ass. So Gwyneth Paltrow, you know what I mean? You've been warned. 
like she listens to this podcast. <laughs> you be, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, Watch out, man. Her people spread, spread far. Straight up. Mm. Straight up. I don't care if, if, if you are down with Jay-Z. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know? Fuck her and the horse she rode in on. Mm-mm. I don't care, man. What do we care? What, what's she going to do? I don't know. Even if she did want to check it. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't think, you know, Gwyneth Paltrow. Who's that? Food stamps. <laughs> what do you people think, huh? Am I being too hard on it, too critical? Let no, us know. I think it's weird. Give us feedback. We can talk more about it next time. Word. Miriam Tazi mm. is back for the kill. She's still angry. <laughs> and she's from Africa. But we're glad you're back. And uh, thanks for tuning in, guys and gals. And uh, like I said, submit some feedback. Tweet me. Share it with a friend. Post a review. That's how we're going to make this thing go. Okay. Domino, motherfucker. Damn.